With us today is Senator Ron Johnson, and just got reelected for six more years in the United States Senate. Uh, and uh, he's from Middle America and uh, Wisconsin, uh, good common sense state. Uh, uh, Senator Johnson, congratulations, and and tell us uh, what is your vision for the future, and uh, what are we going to accomplish in Washington uh, uh, in 2023? Well, first of all, John, I want to thank you and your audience for all the help you provided me in getting reelected. Uh, it's folks like you and, and your audience that uh, made it possible. So, you know, what I did is I vowed if I got reelected, I would do everything I could to return function and fiscal sanity to Washington, D.C. Now, it's a, that's, a, that's a big undertaking. It's a big task. But, the, you know, one thing we can do is we can – you know, make a stand when we have the leverage to do so. Well, one of the things we've got a group of us, uh, I think we have over 20 Republican senators now that signed the letter saying that we will not, as, as much as we want to pass the National Defense Authorization Bill, we will not support cloture unless they include repeal or at least vote on repealing the vaccine mandate and reinstating those service members that were terminated with full back pay. Uh, that is common sense. Uh, the other thing we need to do is encourage the House, because they have the majority, you know, pass a budget, uh, have it be as fiscally conservative as possible. It'd be great if it could be balanced. If not, if you have to increase the debt ceiling, uh, attached to that debt ceiling, fiscal controls, things like the Full Faith and Credit, Preventing Government Shutdown Act, uh, the RAINS Act. Uh, th this is one I'd love to see reduce the size of the federal government through attrition act. You don't have to fire anybody, just don't hire anybody, including 87,000 new IRS agents. And then once you've done those two things, the House has to pass each individual appropriation bill. Send it over to the Senate. Uh, we need to do everything we can to put pressure on the Democrats to bring them up so we're not faced with what we're faced here today. We're three, you know, two months into the fiscal year, and we don't have appropriation process. And we, we're operating a continuing resolution. This is dysfunctional. It's inefficient. It has to end. So that's what we need to do with the majority in the House and uh, leadership in the Senate from the, the Republicans of the minority. Uh, I understand. Uh, now, uh, does the House uh, representatives currently or the new House uh, puts that budget together? No, that'd be the new House. No, I mean, Democrats, Democrats aren't going to do it. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's why we're in the situation right now. Well, I feel better that way, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we've had the, the former Secretary of the Air Force on, and uh, uh, his concern is that our military, uh, we're not gearing up to have enough uh, uh, weapons. You know, we gave away all the uh, weapons to Ukraine. We gave away, we lost all the weapons in the Afghanistan. And I understand from him uh, that uh, our military is running short. Is, is the new budget going to... Uh, uh, make sure we don't? Well, that would certainly be what Republicans want to do, is replenish our stockpiles, make sure that we are ready uh, in case of uh, a national security threat. But unfortunately, with the Biden administration, they're far more concerned about wokeness uh, and using the military as a social experiment than they are at the military readiness and, and making sure that uh, our, our war fighters are prepared and have the equipment they need to protect themselves as well as protect this nation. So, no, it's a big divide between our, our two parties. The Democrats really don't care that much about national defense. So Republicans care deeply about it. Um, and so that's, you know, elections matter. 
Uh, well, we're we're walk. Uh, nobody wants a war, but uh, I, th I think if uh, people know we're prepared for it, I think there's less likely to be a war. Uh, you know, there's there's a war when uh, people think that they can put it, pull the wool over your eyes. Um, no, listen, Ronald Reagan, he, he uttered the statement, you achieve peace through strength. That's exactly right. Yes. And unfortunately, everything the Biden administration has done has weakened America. You know, the 40-year high inflation, record gas prices, skyrocketing crime, the open borders, the flood of deadly drugs, the embarrassing, dangerous defeat or surrender in Afghanistan. I mean, all these things have weakened this country. Uh, and I, lack of defense. I was on, you know, so, I was on Fox last week, and I couldn't understand why we... He wants to give all the new uh, 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 crude oil business to Venezuela and, and doesn't want to increase the United States. Well, again, it's, it's crazy policies. Uh, the, for whatever reason, they want to starve the oil and gas industry here in America, putting the really you know, good people with good-paying jobs out of work. It, it is insane, but that's, that's the Democrat policies. And unfortunately, we did not have the red tsunami that uh, we should have had in a sane world with an unbiased media, but uh, it's we have a highly biased media that uh, amplifies the, the bias. Uh, understood. And um, uh, China, I heard that uh, you're very much concerned what the heck is going on in China, and uh, what do you hear through your sources? Well, for, first of all, we need to sh show as much support as we can, you know, verbally, um, and quite honestly, that's about all we can really do in China. Uh, but support the protesters. These are people that want what we want. They, they want freedom. Uh, they want prosperity. They want opportunity. They don't want to be under the thumb of a tyrannical regime as they currently are. So we need to at least verbally support the, the freedom-seeking people in China. But unfortunately, because I think President Biden is compromised, you know, Hunter Biden's uh, business dealings, um, he's not showing that kind of leadership, and that's that's a real travesty. Understood. Uh, and uh, I understood uh, on Friday, uh, the Senate and the House uh, on Thursday and Friday um, voted to avert the uh, rail strike. Well, that's uh, what what is going to happen here. Um, so, you know, from my standpoint, the the, the what we should have done is simply uh, extend the cooling off period and taking the people back to the negotiating table. But, uh, you know, in the end, th th that didn't pass. And we now are going, you know, we, we said we can't let the rail system shut down. That would harm far too many people. Uh, so it's unfortunate that the Biden administration's uh, negotiations failed, that it came over to Congress. Uh, and, you know, we basically had to impose that settlement. Understood. Uh, Senator, um, you have, I'm sure you have uh, 10 more things to do. We have uh, about uh, three or four more minutes. So what else would you like to talk about? Well, you know, from my standpoint, uh, we're going to be holding a, uh, a meeting on December 6th here in Washington, D.C. with uh, a lot of the uh, courageous doctors who have the courage and compassion to treat COVID patients, uh, people that are examining, you know, the safety signals that are you know, blaring at us uh, that the FDA and the NIH are, are ignoring. And so uh, we're going to have a closed-door meeting on all day Tuesday. And then uh, Wednesday, the 7th, uh, in the afternoon, we're going to have a, a public event uh, where what we discuss, based on science, based on peer-reviewed literature, 
Uh, we're going to bring the public up to speed to what our current knowledge is of, of COVID, of the vaccines, what, it, what they are, how they work, how they potentially cause uh, vaccine injuries. And we're just going to tell the American public the truth, uh, the truth they're not getting out of the FDA, the CDC, the NIH. Understood. Understood. Um, well, one more thing, the border. The border is a mess. I mean, uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, uh, from the House said that uh, he's going to uh, uh, bring charges against the, uh, the Homeland Security uh, director. Is that going to help? I think, yeah, I think if the House uh, wanted to impeach somebody, they ought to impeach Mayorkas. Again, probably wouldn't be able to convict him in the Senate, but I think uh, the impeachment hearings in the House would be uh, important just to highlight uh, how this administration has not been uh, faithfully executing the laws. Uh, the, the tragedy, the, the crisis that this administration's open border policy has uh, uh, brought about and literally every community in America because of the flow of deadly drugs. But, you know, let's face it, illegal immigration really isn't good for anybody. These are people who end up living in the shadows. We need a re- robust legal immigration system. And unfortunately, the, the, the crisis right now with illegal immigration is making that almost impossible to stand up. Last question. Senator, Tuesday's the election in Georgia. What do you hear? Well, a tight race. And so uh, anybody that can support it uh, should. Uh, it'll be crucial for us to have a 50-50 Senate versus a 51-49. I mean, 50-50 is just one less seat we need to win back in 2024 to take over the majority, but also creates parity on uh, committees. Uh, we, we can potentially then block some of the really bad nominees by, by President Biden. So this, this is an incredibly important race, and anybody who can support it should do so. Well, Senator Ron Johnson, Wisconsin, Middle America, thank you for fighting very hard for for our country, and uh, God bless you, and God bless America. God bless you and your listeners. Take care. Thank you.